UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hi, Akino. So the Ukraine crisis, it continues. A key meeting in London and a NATO response as well. Yeah, it's been a bit of a blank from the key meeting in London. We know there's an awful lot of very senior representatives from a number of countries, though we don't know exactly how many countries, and we don't know exactly where they've been meeting. It's, uh, I guess, therefore, been necessarily a little bit secret so far. But in theory, they're looking at sanctions and possible travel bans on some senior Russians, though surely not against President Putin. That, mm. <laughs> And uh, maybe some frozen assets, again, surely not against President Putin. That might be just uh, pushing it a bit too far. But also two interesting really uh, key things here. Number one is that uh, the Ukrainian Prime Minister has called for uh, if necessary, as he put it, US and the UK to stop the Russian aggression in the Crimean region that essentially uh, we had a security pledge with Ukraine 20 years ago to agree to stop, uh, I don't know, Russian tanks rolling through Kiev would have been the the idea 20 years ago. And uh, now that he's saying, well, maybe it's time for you to act. How far did that pledge go, I wonder? Surely not to military action, because nobody in their right minds would start that, would they? But at the same time, there are NATO surveillance aircraft now on patrol, monitoring what's going on in Ukraine and beyond, and going right up to the border. Now, the fact that they've told us this, they didn't have to tell us this. They can just send up some AWACS surveillance aircraft without uh, telling anyone. But they've told us because they want Russia to know that uh, everyone is watching very carefully to make sure that uh, they don't overstep the mark. Though if they do... What do we do? That's so the problem. why not freeze Putin's assets? Mm. Well, I suppose there's, a, there's an element of, you know, the bare-chested bear guy. Um, do you really want to rattle his cage? Maybe someone should level? call his bluff. Yeah, there, there could be a bit of that. Um, <laughs> but also, I suppose the deal with an awful lot of these things, you know, the thought of sanctions mm. and, uh, and frozen assets and other things, is that mm. it probably harms us at least as much as it harms Russia. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, in this day and age, you know, Russia is as embedded with the EU as vice versa, and uh, it would be almost impossible to untwine mm. us, mm. which, of course, is one of the problems with Scotland and its independence bid as well. We're, we're very bound together, really. Tell me about the death of a union leader. Stalwart union boss has died young. Yeah, I suppose uh, the the deal with this and uh, is that although um, uh, very young, 52, to die of a suspected heart attack, that's terribly young, Bob Crow, the boss of the Rail, Maritime and Transport Union, not necessarily an international figure, absolutely, but uh, if you think about your archetypal British union boss, going back even to black and white pictures from the 50s and 60s or something, he's it. Uh, as I say, quite a young man, and he, he wasn't in charge of the, the Rail Union for more than about, I think it was about 12 years in the end, but uh, he was one of those no-nonsense characters, and the tributes talk about a fighter, passionate, a force of nature. Um, more terrifying version, perhaps, of Bob Hoskins, if you like, <laughs> often at loggerheads with the London Mayor Boris Johnson, who instantly turned around and started paying tribute to him. I suppose you can do that. You can, uh, you can absolutely loathe what the other guy is saying, but respect him as a person. And uh, I think there are probably three words again, chippy, gobby and sparky, one of those throwback union bosses, but sadly died, you know, at the age of 52. That's very young, isn't it? Now, a new dinosaur discovered, found, mm. named on the Isle of Wright, another one of your kings found under a... <laughs> Car park, maybe? Uh, no, this time uh, on a beach. Uh, a new species of dinosaur, yes, unearthed. I should suppose on a beach, unsanded. Uh, pieces of a 126 million year old crocodile have been found on the Isle of Wight. Now, the extraordinary thing is, is that they were two fossilised skull fragments found by two different families three months apart, 
both taken to a dinosaur museum on the island, whose staff happened to remember the two finds and put two and two together, and hey presto, they've formed the skull, which is Dino Heaven, you could say, for the paleontologist involved, Steve Sweetman, who has therefore now named this new... Uh, say new, I mean it's 126 million years old, but new old crocodile, <laughs> Campio Dontosuchus aprosdokiti, which apparently means unexpected button-toothed crocodile. That doesn't sound nearly scary enough to me. It's a crocodile. <laughs> unexpected button-toothed. What's the name of the paleontologist again? Sweet. St- Steve Sweetman. Sweetman, yeah. that's what he must have said. And I told him, Sweetman. Anyway, have a good one. That is Adam <laughs> Gilchrist with your UK report. 12 minutes to 8.